Welcome to Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. I'm your host, Matt Tamanini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on theater podcasts. On today's episode, I spoke with the incredibly talented Jelani Remy, who, starting next month, will be back on the Imperial stage as Eddie Kendricks in Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. But before that, he will make his Birdland debut this Sunday, September 26th at 8.30 p.m. with a solo show that will feature pop, soul, and musical theater songs to tell his own unique story. In our conversation, Jelani and I discuss what seeing friends return to the stage has meant to him, what he anticipates that his first night back on Broadway will be like, how he carefully crafted his cabaret show, and much, much more. Oh, and of course, I had to ask him about the absolutely biggest credit on his resume, Broadway's Masked Singer. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Jelani Remy. So, Jelani, I'm sure f- for you and like many people in the theater community, this has been quite an exciting and hectic and busy uh, month as a lot of the shows on Broadway start to come back. You have also been doing a ton of cabaret shows as well. What has this build up to the string of openings that we've had recently and even more coming up in the coming months been like for you uh, as somebody who is so entrenched in the theatrical and Broadway community in New York? I mean, you have only said a few words, but I would add 50 more adjectives to describe what the past <laughs> few weeks have been in my life and in, in Broadway's life. Um, I've had the pleasure of being at the opening of Lion King, the dress rehearsal of Hamilton. I saw Passover recently and like seeing these shows back on Broadway and being inside these legendary, amazing houses again, being back into our Broadway houses is has been like, it's been like... <laughs> Like the family reunion I've I've always missed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was surreal to be able to see the culmination of, you know, us being at home doing these virtual performances to then being able to do some socially distant concerts that I've been doing. Then to be able to do my solo one man show cabaret, which was just about me, you know, and I got to, you know, learn so much about myself and storytelling and how much music really is such a vital part of, of my, my makeup and how songs can, you find these wonderful songs that get you through anything, you know, and I've infused that into a show and then to bring that back into the theater, into our safe space, into our haven. And to know that I get to then now start rehearsals for my own show, Ain't Too Proud, mm-hmm. you know, with, with, with my, with my family that I've missed for so long, like there aren't enough words to describe this excitement or, and this, 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 this like anticipation and this sort of like culmination of, of all we've been through and getting to let it out on the stage. Yeah, I also heard maybe a little rumor that you snuck up to Buffalo to see uh, uh, the, the Frozen tour. Is that correct? Yeah, you know what? I forgot to even mention. Yes, I did shuffle to Buffalo. <laughs> I did. I shuffled. I shuffled on to Buffalo to see my friends open up Frozen, and it was also amazing. Yeah. So I've definitely had my fix of of just like the power of live theater and how safe I felt. And you know, there's something there's something that 
live theater gives that connection that we've all been missing and craving so much. And I, so I've definitely had to overload on it and I'm still not full enough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. So like, well, you're going to have your fill here coming up, but we'll, we'll. Oh, but, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm getting to do all these new things and like, I've never gotten to sing at Birdland before. I've never yeah. done a solo show at Birdland and I am so thrilled that Jim Caruso has drafted me over to come and just, you know, sing, sing, sing some good tunes for the people and to tell my story and to sort of, and to have that, you know, what I love about, you know, cabaret is that it's such a, an open canvas for you to sort of try new things and to sing different music and for the people to see you in, in all the different colors and lights, you know? So yeah. like I fall in love with this sort of, it's a, sort of like you're in, in a living room with me. You know, because I like to in, interact with the people. I like to chat. I like to take a request if, you know, oh. if the tip. It, you, oh, absolutely. The archive is real. And like, right. I, I want it to seem like you're in a living room with me. You know, like that's the best thing. Kick off your shoes, relax and enjoy and sing and, and sing with me, but not too loud. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> you, you've got the mic for a reason. Yeah. I, Do you I know totally what I, understand I mean? That. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the thing is like, the cabaret connection is just this live sort of in your face moment of, of sharing and performing and, and emulating. So I'm, I'm, I'm just so thrilled that I get to do it one last time at Birdland before I hop into rehearsals. That's amazing. Well, let's talk about your, your show at Birdland. It's coming up on September 26th at 8 30 right. PM, which of course is the, I'm assuming unless something crazy happens, the, the, the night of the Tony award. So I'm sure that's going to be a busy night for you, but what a great way to kind of celebrate Broadway is to see a Broadway star like yourself in person um, on that night. What is this? You know, concert? why don't we turn it into a Tony's party? Let's turn it. I'm, let's turn it. You know what? Let me call Jim. Yeah. It's my show. We're going to drop the scrim. We're going to watch the Tony's and I'll sing during every commercial break. How's that? I love it. I think that's an amazing <laughs> idea. Um, well, what, unless you decide to do that, what is this show about? You said it's about yourself. Yeah, it's about me. So what this show is like, it, it came to be because I've, I've done so many other shows and I wanted to then share my story about what the theater brought out in me and who I became as an artist and why I got into performing. And I found these wonderful songs that are sort of helped pave the way of, of telling my honest truth about my sexuality, about my parents' relationship, about me finding myself through theater. You know, I got my first role in high school playing the role of duty in Greece, <laughs> you know, and, and I, I, I wanted to do this to maybe help somebody who is coming out or, or, or somebody who wants to understand somebody better, but also for me, just to put it out there of what I went through and how much it gets, how, how better, how much better it can get. It does get. And how like this community that we have has sort of taken me in and, and groomed me and, and shaped me and, and broke me down and built me up. And I, I, I want to sort of pay, take a moment, take my moment to sort of tell my story. And how do you do that in, with the songs that you include, because I know this is not just a night of, of of show tunes and musical theater songs, but you include pop songs and soul songs. It says, how do you figure out the weaving in of your story with these songs and picking those perfect songs to emphasize whatever part of the journey you're telling at a specific time in your show? Yeah, absolutely. So like whenever words fail, when you're at a loss for words, music speaks, you know? So whenever I'm at a point where I, I just... Okay, I, the, 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 
like th- 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 that moment, that's the time to insert the song. So there's times in my life where like when I've been in a relationship where the perfect song fits, you know, where you ha- I don't want to give too much away, but mm-hmm. you know, having to hide who you were because it wasn't accepted, you know, and there's songs about, you know, finding that forbidden love or why could, why can't you hold me in the street? Or why can't I kiss you on the dance floor? There's lyrics that sort of fit into everything. And then because I'm a child of the nineties, not to date myself, you know, pop music was super important to me. And I grew up with that where I grew up with that. And I never lost my flair of it. And um, there are things such as popular music folks in the Broadway world, you know, a lot of, and yeah. I want to explore all of that. And some of the songs are giving you an old school feel as well. So that everything I choose, I've chosen to sing is a feel good song that, that you would know, or if you don't know, you're going to love it, you know, and, and it definitely applies to, you know, it serves its purpose. Yeah, absolutely. When when you go about trying to do something as intimate as a, a cabaret like this, especially one where you are actually talking about yourself and telling your own story, do that does that take different artistic muscles than what you do playing uh, Eddie Kendricks in Ain't Too Proud or Simba oh. the Lion King? Is it a how, how different are those skill sets? It's harder. It's harder because it's <laughs> yeah. more vulnerable. Yeah. It's much more exposed, you know, and it's, and for me, it's much more in the moment too, because I make sure I listen to the people out there too, but it, it's, it's harder because yes, you have a set script of a step into a character and you get to emulate that character. But when you're yourself, Ooh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's different and all eyes are on you. And, and I want to make sure that I'm honest, you know, and you want to make sure that you're true and, and it's, it's harder. But yeah. like, as I've learned, like nothing is promised. Like we, we've all been home and had our sort of safe space taken away. And that made me think like, you know what, do all the things that you were scared to do. Yeah. Do all yeah. The things you were scared to do because nothing is promised. And, and people, people want to relate and feel and like, do it, just do it. Well, that's interesting because obviously people are craving that intimacy and that interaction with other people, whether that's people in their own lives or performers like this after the past year and a half. But I think for a lot of people, that is scary as well still to go out into these situations. For you as a performer, stepping back on stage, whether it's a cabaret stage or a Broadway stage or whatever it is, where are you in terms of kind of balancing like the need to get out there and do the thing that you love and do the thing that brings you joy, I'm assuming, but then also kind of balancing like, oh, yeah, we're still not completely out of the woods uh, in terms of the pandemic and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely safety first. I have to make sure I do. I have to stay smart. I have to stay abreast and I have to stay sort of safe at all times. But also like I've learned that this is my happiness. This yeah. is my, what I meant to do. And like, I want to get good at it. And I, th- I feel like I've, I've built it up, built it up enough that I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. And like, it's, it's so needed and it's given me a different approach to my craft. It's given me a different approach to my performance. And um, I, I am just so thrilled to be able to have this opportunity. Yeah. Well, speaking of opportunities, you, I think you're getting ready. Is it next week when you get back into rehearsals for Ain't Too Proud? Oh, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We get back to rehearsals next week and I am just so excited. We've had like little bits of pieces of performance, like the Christmas special or the one yeah, night only. Yeah. But now, now, now we are back in the rehearsal room and uh, it's, it's especially with our show, Ain't Too Proud, a show that is like just so so wonderfully black 
<laughs> you know, and and talks about such such issues that that are happening now. Like I've got to live some of the things that the Temptations went through as they were bringing their music, you know, crossing over. And um, I have a whole different understanding about the piece and um, about the character and what these men represented. Well, and obviously the show has always had it. Well, the Temptations have always had this huge resonance in popular culture, whether it was from their music. And then obviously there's been uh, other things about this story where, you know, TV movies and stuff. But you talked about it like I, I imagine that over the past year and a half, aside from the pandemic, with everything we've seen um, between the racial justice protests and all of that stuff, that there is a little bit more. Uh, I don't know if depth isn't because I think it's always been there, but maybe a little bit of recognition. Reality. Yeah. Reality, you know, and awareness and, and um, actuality. I think um, it's real. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. What is obviously you said there's been a number of times when the cast has gotten together and gotten to perform even on TV and done some other cool stuff uh, as well. But as you start to get back into this rehearsal process, do you anticipate like starting from the beginning and like going through it anew or is it going to be like, okay, we're ready to pick up where we left off and just kind of tighten things up? Like what is your approach going to be when you get back into that rehearsal room? Square one, build it up from the ground up again, please. We have to, we can't just be thrown into it. We have to sort of make sure that we fine tune it and really, really finesse it. We can't just, just throw ourselves into it. We got to warm it up and feel it and understand the piece again together because we're all coming from different, different places and we need a chance to really simmer in the piece. Because I think a lot of the cast is pretty much who the show, uh, not closed with, but ended with as the pandemic started and you're coming back together. Um, are you, do you feel like you still have the show in your bones or is it, uh, is it something where you've been trying, been trying to refresh some things in your mind as you, uh, you better trust and believe I have a mirror in my living room and I have been de- practicing these steps. <laughs> the you better believe it. Yeah. The you better believe it. Yeah. Yeah. If that Tony Award winning choreography does not leave you so easily and you must keep it, keep it. But um, I'm excited. I'm very excited. But I'm ready. As you've gone through to some of these shows that you've seen, especially the opening nights, uh, obviously your your old friends, I'm sure, at Lion King. And you said you saw the the uh, the invited dress for Hamilton. Do you have any semblance of what you're going to feel when you're able to do that for yourself? Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I'm sure stepping I, I, on the I, imperial stage is going to be. If I could play incredible. a song right now, I, if I could, it'd be it feels good. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. yeah, but like I, I can't imagine. Like it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be so fulfilling, and it's going to be just so special. You know, it's uh, especially this 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 musical that has so many great songs and so many great memories that people have had, and they're bringing their their fa- their families to it like it's it's going to be just it's going to be perfect for for those of us who are obviously theater fans and i think a lot of theater fans especially myself included have always kind of thought of a theater of whatever size or wherever it is in the country or world um as as a church i think there's still this disconnect as to what being on stage in front of an audience means for a performer. And after we're coming out of this pandemic of a year and a half, when maybe you've been able to do some socially distant stuff, like you said, but not in the way that you are probably accustomed to, is there any way to put into words on how important it is to be able for a performer like yourself to have that, that energy and everything feed into you to be able to be up on stage in front of an audience? 
Oh, let me tell you something. I've done some virtual events. I've done them all. And um, we're going to talk clap, about one of them the, here in a second. Listen, there's there's the, one of them that I want to talk about. The, the clap emoji is wonderful. <laughs> but there's nothing like that kinetic energy of the audience and that magnetic energy of an audience that 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 you feed off of, that you thrive off of, that you get to sort of like get your fill from, you know, it's, there's nothing like it. And to, and to be in the moment with, with an audience and telling a story and them going on the journey with you, like it's, it's, there's nothing like it. And like, it's so necessary on both ends too, because I've gotten to sit in the seat and, and follow a story and remember what that's like to see the scene changes and the costume changes and the lights and the sound. Like it's, 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 it's what's needed. It's, it's so necessary. So necessary. Yeah. When um, when you've been doing some of these virtual events, and the one that I want to talk about the most is the thing that I was probably more excited about in terms of the, Wait, the pandemic. Okay. The, the Sondheim concert was great. All of those things were great. But Broadway's Max Singer... <laughs> um, I, my, my friend and someone who, the person who told me you were in Buffalo, uh, Grace Aki and I texted back and forth throughout the entire thing. That was the silliest, most fun thing I've ever seen. Wasn't it silly? It was so bonk. And I love the real masked singer. I am not ashamed to admit it, but, um, as the B, what, what, I, I, I mean, it's the most basic question, but what the hell was that like? <laughs> what was it like? It was awesome. I, Michael Hall did such a great job putting this together. And I wanted to pick songs that people wouldn't expect me to sing to sort of throw them off the path. Totally did. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to pick stuff that like I loved, but like stuff that people would be like, mm, what do you sing now? What do you, you know, they're, were they're so used to hearing me sing one way and I wanted to show, you know, the, the colors of my voice. <laughs> so I put my, my behind in this B costume <laughs> and had at it. And I loved it because like I said, it was about the, the voice. It wasn't about who you were. It was about what you sounded like. And I loved it because you didn't know if I was black, brown, white, you know, whatever. It was just a cool, so it was so cool. And it was so silly. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so glad you got to watch it. Oh, all every night. I watched every night. It was live appointment television. Uh, they had some me. incredible people. They had some incredible talent. And I, even though I got second place, I feel like I did a great job. You know what I mean? I oh, feel like fine. I gooped them. Yeah, I was unbelievable. Yes. You see what I did there? You I see did. that? Definitely. See I that? love the puns. You have to have the puns in a mass Singer thing. And, and I, I got to tell you, your role to me was uh, was one of my favorite. That's I love that song just in general. You know, I love that song so much. I hear it in every single elevator. I hear it in every airport. Like, I, I've always loved that song. And it's so I was so like, good. oh, I want to do that. Yeah, it's that's, that's such a great song. But in these things in general... Um, as you're doing these these you, these virtual things over the course uh, of the pandemic, was there something that as you approached each one where you tried to do something different? You said like for the mass singer, you know, tried to show different colors of your voice. But I, I, every performer I know is always trying to work on something or trying to do something. Did you approach these things differently uh, throughout this pandemic? It's kind of like a, uh, I don't know, an acting exercise or trying to work on something different as you were picking what songs you were doing and things like that. Well, yeah, I want to sort of keep keep my my voice in shape and to sort of keep expanding my my range and my my um, repertoire. 
you know, and, and this is a chance for people to hear me sing other stuff. And so it's important for us as artists to, to continue to grow and to continue to say, to say yes and challenge ourselves and, and try, try new things. And for me, that was dressing up like a bumblebee and um, singing, <laughs> singing songs. <laughs> yeah. Well, and from there, I, I'm interested in in this in two different ways. One for the cabaret side of things, and again, Birdland coming up on the 26th, and then Ain't Too Proud coming up on October 16th. Is there a lesson for either cabaret and or um, you know Broadway that you've learned about yourself um, or your storytelling, or your artistry, or or, or, or about? Um, Eddie and Ain't Too Proud that you've learned over the past 18 months that you didn't necessarily have that information or experience going into the pandemic that you were going to bring to the stage? Yeah, one of the things that I've I've learned was to listen more, you know, and to get feedback and to ask questions, you know, some like don't pretend like, you know, you know, Um, that's important. And when it comes down to storytelling, like I, I think. I've done an okay job, but there's always room for improvement about being honest storytelling and finding the truth of what you're singing and what you're saying, um, especially in a cabaret scene, because it's just you. And if you're, you can't manufacture it, you got to be in the moment and you got to be honest. And when I'm playing Eddie Kendricks, like that's a real person, you know, that's yeah. a real man that existed. So it's my job to really do my homework, to find his truth and to be, and to be, you know, to be him, to be his honest, true intention and where he was in the group and to really make this character, make this man relate to me and to put the, to fuse the two together in a, in a, in just the right mix. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll close it out uh, on this question, uh, getting back to your Birdland debut, which is uh, such an exciting thing, such a great cabaret venue and it's such an iconic place. When people come and see this show, whether it is your story or turned into a virtual uh, Tony's party or not, that is up to you. Uh, you know, uh, this was a think tank and I'm so happy we had it. <laughs> Absolutely. But whether whatever it is, what makes one of your shows different than uh, any other cabaret? Obviously, it's about you. So we know the, the, the story and the content is going to be about you. But from your previous cabarets, from your specific style, from your specific yeah. personality, what makes this different than any other cabaret evening that folks could choose to go to as New York City's venues start to reopen? Well, other than my charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent, <laughs> um, I I think that my show offers a, a, some candid, beautiful, wonderful moments and just fun you know i'm singing songs from the past singing songs from the now i'm even throwing some originals um but i think it's it's something that i'm proud of and i think that we should support other artists and support 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 the arts in general but my show we're gonna have a good time we're gonna have a good time because like i said nothing is promised and i made sure that i put together a show that feels good that feels fun that that is up tempo that is as that's honest i'll make you laugh hopefully make you cry a little bit but just know that it's coming from my heart yeah it, I, I know you said you don't want to do any spoilers but is there can we get even a, like a tease of one song that's included in the set list for uh for september 26th oh my goodness well even if you don't say the title get, even just a tease of what of, of a song even if it's even it's just a hint at what might be in there well, it may have to do with lions. Um, okay. It may have to do with this, not a square, not a triangle, another shape. 
I, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. I think I, um, I think I'm there. <laughs> I think I might have watched it on TikTok the other night. Actually, ooh, now that I say well, maybe that, maybe well, I will, well, I cannot wait to see you on the 26th. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a great one. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. This I uh, am so excited for you and for everything that that you've got going on. And um, Ain't Too Proud is such a great show, and I'm I'm so excited that it's going to be back on Broadway and that people can. Uh, have the opportunity to see that and then obviously of course birdland as we said is such a fantastic venue and what a, what a great uh experience that everyone who's going to be in that house uh is going to have on the 26th i'm so excited for you thank you so much Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me More. My name is Matt Tamanini. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And you can reach out to Broadway Radio on both Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. We will have a link to where you can purchase tickets to Jelani's Birdland show, as well as his social media, in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. Tell Me More is produced and edited by me. Special thanks, of course, to the fantastic Jelani Remy, Dan Fortune, and the man without whom none of Broadway Radio was possible, James Marino. Thanks again for listening, and remember, I know that the night must end, and that the sun will rise. I know that the clouds must clear, and that the sun will shine. Also, always get a second scoop, and when you get the chance, ask people to tell you more. <laughs>